0: Hello everyone, this is your host, Mel Wallace, and we like to welcome you to another episode of Start, Run, Grow. This is where we talk about a range of topics to help entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs and startups to set and achieve their entrepreneurial goals. Because we understand that a strong and successful small business will build a strong and successful community. And strong communities builds a strong nation. So let's get started to help you reach the next level of success in your small business. Let's start, run, and grow together. Hi, this is Mel Wallace, your host for Start, Run, Grow. And we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of our current series, Your Money, Values, and Influences. Now, in our last episode, we talked about your goals and money, your goals and money. And today, we want to get into a more detailed conversation about the external influences that we all face on a day to day basis. And how we can identify these external factors that actually influence our spending. Okay. This is a lot. This is this is a mouthful to say the least, right? So we want to identify strategies for controlling those influences. So that's the outcome of our discussion for today. Now, when we talk about our influences, right? Let's let's keep this all kind of in, in a relevant consideration. So External influences, the things around us, the people around us, the places around us, right? These external influences impact our financial choices, whether it's a conscious impact or a subconscious or even at times unconscious. Unconsciously, we're being influenced by these things. So today, we want to identify some of these influences and be able to use strategies to help us to stay focused on our goals. All right. Now, to talk about some of the influences on choices about our money, uh, we we had, uh, of course, advertisements. We have the media. Um, and, oh, my goodness. Social media. Right. We have celebrities. You know, every time you turn a television on, you see a celebrity. You know, if I see Shaq in another commercial, <laughs> I'm a scream. Right. Because this guy is advertising everything, everything from printer cartridges to pizza. Right. And of course we have our peers and friends that influence us about our money choices. So of course your influences don't always have to be negative. They can be productive, right? By helping you to achieve your goals, that's a productive influence, but an, Unproductive influence is what gets in our way and it keeps us from meeting our financial objectives and our financial goals that we have for our life, for our family, for our future. All right. Now, when you step back and and really think about this, we call this keeping up with the Joneses mentality. But what it really is at 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 a deeper level, it's social pressure, right? Now, social pressure in itself is really not that bad. I think we all experience that. But when you take social pressure and you combine that with advertising, this is where we get all of us and I'm I'm guilty of it as well. This is where we all get in trouble. Because it's human nature to want what others have, okay? If we have to be honest. Right? You see someone wearing a nice shirt, man, that's a nice shirt. I didn't get me one like that. You see someone driving a nice car, man, that's a nice BMW. That's a nice Mercedes. That's a nice car. I like to get me one like that, right? And it doesn't mean that we're, you know, being envious or, or, or spiteful or anything like that, but it's just, it's part of our human makeup. Okay. But advertisers know this folks, they really know this and advertisers spend billions upon billions of dollars to influence how we spend our money. I was looking at a statistic earlier before this uh, broadcast today, and the the number is staggering. Over $261 billion has already been spent in 2021 by advertisers to help influence how we spend our money. They're serious about this. Okay, and of course, impulse purchases can make it harder to even achieve our goals. Did you know that 64 percent of all grocery purchases are considered impulse purchases, right? Think about it. The last time you walked into a grocery store in your local community, you probably had a list in your in your head. You know, I'm going to go over there and pick up some bread, some milk uh, and get a pack of uh, of uh, bologna and cheese. Right. But when you leave there you've you've spent $200 on stuff that you really hadn't planned. Well that's called impulse purchasing. All right? And there's a whole science to this. There's a whole strategy that the grocery store that the the different brands have to get you to spend your money. Now, there are different uh strategies uh that we want to be able to share with you today to help you stay focused um, as it relates to your financial goals. number one, you got to recognize the tactics that are being used by advertisers. Uh, I, I don't have time to get into it today, but the way grocery stores are actually laid out, they purposely have the staple items, milk, uh, bread, um, you know, and and like staple items, things that everybody needs to buy. They have them in the opposite size of the store, of the grocery store. So it forces you as the consumer to make you walk through the entire store to get the bread. Then you have to walk to the other side to get the milk. Well, that's done on purpose, right? That's part of the tactics. Even how they have the uh, the the shelves arranged. It makes us go almost like we're in a maze walking up and down the aisle. That's also on purpose. What else is on purpose? Well. The higher-end products typically are going to be at eye level. When you look at a shelf and you see the name brand right there in front of you, that is done on purpose. Why? Because that product typically costs more than the products that are at the bottom of the shelf, okay? Um, This is where the term top shelf comes into play. So uh, again, we have to recognize tactics being used by advertisers. And you as the consumer, me as the consumer, we all have to be aware right? We have to have situational awareness. It's a term we used to use in the military, but we have to be aware when we're being tempted, okay? And the the third point to this, from a strategy standpoint, is that we got to control our environment, right? And the last point to strategies we can use is to build a pause. Listen, if you subscribe to fashion magazines, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? I, I like to look at a GQ magazine um, every now and then to see what the latest and greatest in men's fashion is, right? But if I look at that stuff all the time and I'm online, I'm looking at this information, I'm constantly looking at, you know, men's clothing, for example, right? The chances are I'm going to buy something because I'm constantly surrounding myself with this information that's going to be a temptation for me to spend money to achieve the look that I see in this magazine. Think about it. Okay. So this is where we get into controlling your environment, right? Your inputs dictate your outputs. So if you control your environment uh, by what you subscribe to, what you watch on television, even the social uh, media content that you view on a daily basis, um, it does help you to create a strategy on how you spend your money. And the last point, I wanted to circle back to this about building a pause, building a pause. Now, you know, when we talk about building a pause, it's it's important that we do this. Why? Because sometimes, right? Sometimes you just need to ask yourself, do I really need this? Um, and I'll give you some examples of this way we can build in a pause a little bit later in our discussion. So some of the strategies... Uh, again, that we can, uh, can discuss today or share with you today is, uh, the the last one here is to talk yourself out of it. Okay. Talk yourself out of the purchase. Think about it. You know, this is where you get into the, to to the question or you get into the conversation when you start talking to yourself, you know, is this what I want or is this what I need? Ask yourself that. All right. Is this in my spending and savings plan? Okay. That's another question you can ask yourself. This is a way to talk yourself out of it. And then remind yourself of your financial goals, all right? Listen, if you're trying to buy a home, you know, in 2021, or this is a goal for you that you've set for you and your family for 2022, you want to buy a home, you have to be aware of what you spend your money on now so that you're in a position to make that down payment, that you're in a position to acquire that asset, to buy a home in the future. So if you want to buy homes that your children can grow up in one place, you know, uh, 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 and I want, you know, more uh, than than, I want that rather more than I want this, I don't know, this suit or more than I want this new car or more than I want this new tech gadget, right? Then this is what you do. You talk to yourself and you kind of rationalize with yourself and you refer back to your goals that we've talked about. You know, and you understand that buying this now will set my plan back by two months. Okay. If you go through this exercise, you know, and I'm not trying to to overplay this, but going through this exercise helps us all to be disciplined when it comes to spending our money. Right. Here's an idea. When you have an eye, when you have a purchase that's in front of you, I, I want you to do this. Here's a challenge, Right calculate the hours or days that an item is worth, right? Now think about this. Do you know how much you get paid on an hourly basis? Okay. You know what that number is. Divide the cost of the item that you want to buy, divide it by your hourly uh, wage. Okay. Now, if you're salaried, obviously, you know, we all, you know, we understand how salaries work, but just divide it by 12 months and then divide that by four weeks or however you get to your number, but you can figure out how much you actually earn per hour. All right. And what this allows you to do, this helps you to quantify the purchase in terms of a very valuable thing, right? Probably the most valuable thing that you have, which is your time. Okay. So think about this. The cost of an item divided by your hourly wage equals the hours you have. To work to pay for this item. I can hear it now. Minds are being blown, right? But if you go to this exercise, seriously, if you go to this exercise, I think it will help you to put things in context It'll help your family to put things in context when it comes to making purchases, okay? So again, think about the strategies we've just discussed today. Okay. And, and how you can use them to block unproductive messaging that you're receiving from television, from social media, even from your friends and family, right? What are some of the things that, are, that that are not helping you to achieve your goals? Okay. So you want to be able to look at these things. Why? Because this keeps us from making these impulse purchases. Listen, My wife and I, my family and I, we actually have a budget on groceries. We have a budget, you know, because we have financial goals. Even though I'm sharing this information with you today, I'm actually doing the exact same thing because I have some financial goals that I've set uh, for our family for the future. So this works for everybody. Okay. So here's the recap for today's episode. Understand that uh, your values, of course, help you to uh, set achievable goals, right? Right. And by setting SMART goals, we talked about that uh, in our last episode, SMART goals helped us to achieve our hopes and dreams. And of course, the last point in today's discussion is that external influences impact our financial choices. And how do we combat this? We use strategies to stay focused and to stay on point. So your action plan for you, mister, and for you, miss, is to determine what you are going to do differently. Listen, if you've set financial goals to, do, to achieve or to save or to buy your home for the first time, whatever the case may be, right? To put your child, your son, your daughter through college, for example, right? That's a financial goal that you're planning for, okay? So you have to ask yourself these three points. Number one, what will you do? How will you do it? And who can you share your plan with to help you achieve your goal. Who's going to hold you accountable to your goal? All right. So hopefully we said something today that has encouraged you as we talked about external influences and how that impacts your money. We want to thank you again for joining us for another Start, Run, Grow Smart Brief. Please go to our website at startrungrowpodcast.com. Uh, com for additional information if you want to get in touch with us drop us an email at info at startrungrowpodcast.com and subscribe to our podcast on the platform that you are listening to us on now so until next time always keep moving forward we want to say thanks to our sponsors exilium Community Development Corporation but most importantly we want to say thank you to you our listeners we appreciate you hanging out with us today. And remember, this is the place where we can talk about the most relevant terms as it relates to small and micro businesses. But we also want to share information, gain information, and inspire each other. Please visit our website at startrungrowpodcast.com podcast.com to subscribe. SRG family, remember, your current situation does not determine your future success. Again, I'm your host, Mel Wallace. And we can't wait to strategize with you next time. Until then, thanks.